This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks. With more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash minecraftme. And by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, and online store. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com slash minecraftme. A better web starts with your website. This is Minecraft Me, a show that is about Minecraft. Where we bring you some of the most awesome tutorials on the internet. Reviews of mods and pack picks that you can use when you play. We take you on awesome adventures. All with Chase and Joe. Hey everybody, welcome again to another edition of Minecraft Me. This is the show that is entirely about the game from Mojang called... Minecraft! Yeah, if you're expecting something else, I apologize, this is not the show for you. But this is a show that shows you everything there is to know about the game from Mojang. And whether you're a beginner or an expert, we'd like to show you how to play this awesome building blocks game. Hopefully you guys had a great week of building, playing games, hanging out, whatever you're doing. And thank you for joining us. If you're joining us for the very first time, welcome. If you've been here before, thanks for coming back. And if you're supporting us on Patreon, thank you so much. My name is Chase Nunes. Joining me on every, well, pretty much, I would say 99.9, because that one episode, everyone's going to say, well, Joe wasn't there, but it was It wasn't an episode. It was a programming update. It was a programming update. Mr. Joseph Falby. Hey, Joe. How's it going, my hey. friend? How are you? I don't think it's an episode unless we do what? Email. Right. It, uh, we have to do email. Have to do email. To do Usually email. as a play segment. Right. News at the top. Yeah. I mean, there's like set things. If it's less than that, then it's, you know. Yeah. Not. Perhaps. Something else. Right. But welcome. Uh, so I want I want to tell everybody right off, right at the top of the show that next week, if you want to catch us live, we won't be here next Sunday because that, that yeah. guy over there that you see on the right hand side of the screen, that guy. He's heading. Uh, he's heading far away. You're going to a park. <laughs> yeah, just just a park down the street. Yeah, yeah, just a you know, small little the trip. original the original park. Well, you're gonna go see Yogi Bear. You're gonna go say hi to Yogi, which is fun. No, no, no. Wasn't Yogi? No. Was he? Was he in? I, I don't swear. Remember. I haven't watched right. the now. Oh. By the way, we always forget about these guys, and we shouldn't. These guys are awesome. The other component, they'll tell us if I'm right about Yogi Bear or not. And that is the Probably. chat room. They That's Jellystone. Sorry. Or Jurassic Park. Oh. <laughs> Jellystone was where Yogi was from. It was Jellystone. Jellystone. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. We'll not be going to that park because it doesn't exist. Yeah, but that is the chat room that join us on every episode. But I wanted to remind people that, no, we will not be here next Sunday. Uh, we will be recording next week's episode on Tuesday at 6 p.m. That'd be uh, quick. The dates, I had it in front of me, and then I closed it. The 19th. Wow. That's... Yeah. August 19th at 6 p.m. Pacific, uh, we'll be recording this episode. So we'll have a little bit of a gap between this episode and next week's episode. But hey, it will happen then. But yes, now it's time. As they say in one of our other awesome shows that we like to watch, it's now time for... 
the news. And this interesting... <laughs> What's wrong, Joe? No, nothing. nothing. You, you're shaking your head over there. I see you. No, no, it's it's fine. Don't worry about it. All right, fine. Well, well let's jump into the news. <laughs> By the way, did you did you even notice, Joe, that I didn't even talk about where we're going to cover today? I just I just blew through it. I just that is said, true. I just said, you know what? It's okay. It's not time for the news yet. <laughs> well, Why not? Gonna, well, I, what do you not want me to tease what we're going to cover? I don't you have always to. tease it in the intro anyway. Not always. No, I haven't been doing that for the past few weeks. I don't think anybody's uh, noticed. I don't. I don't. I don't watch them after they're recorded. So. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, <laughs> hear when they're recorded. <laughs> I already have one memory to block out afterwards. I don't need another one. All right. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, you guys. I'm not even going to tease it. You'll you'll find out. Actually, you'll find if you're not watching live, you already know because the title of the episode is what we're covering. So. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. But this week we're, we're covering underground houses. Let's move on to the news. And the underground? First, underwater. Yeah, sorry. It. Well, they, it is technically <laughs> whatever. Let's talk about the news. And I know you can't really read this text on your screen. It might be a little too small for you. But there's a listing. Now, I don't know it's if we should believe it or not. But uh, according to uh, this website here, Segment Next, they are saying that if GameStop listings are to be believed, Joe... Microsoft will release on the Xbox One on August 19th. August 19th. Well, well, conveniently, uh-huh. that's when we're in our next show is. So we'll be able to confirm <laughs> or break that rumor uh-huh. on, on the next show. On the show. So, uh, so if you're watching this in the distant future, yeah. just go to the next one and you'll find out if, if this is true or not. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Although... Technically, I guess if they really cared and they're in the distant future, they would already know. But wait, don't we already know? Well, we would know because we recorded these all ahead of time a year ago. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Yeah, we can't keep that one up. No. That one's that one's just gonna get too confusing after a while. No, no. It, yeah. No. Uh, but so uh so it's coming out for the Xbox One, maybe uh, uh on next Tuesday, yeah, no, a week I'm just, from this Tuesday. I'm just gonna call it right now. It's coming out next yeah. Tuesday. Uh it's coming out. You think it's gonna come out next Sure. Okay, here's the big question then. If it's coming out on Xbox One on the on the nineteenth, will it also come out for PS4 no. on the same day? No, no. You don't think so? No. You think they would slight the PS4, which is the current best selling console for this generation? Hey, you know Microsoft. They'll throw out probably, I don't know, maybe a dollar. To uh, to get that exclusive window for an an hour or a day, they'll what? No, no. I don't think they because I think they lost they that. Do that right? Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise yeah. they wouldn't even talk about that being on other platforms. Remember, originally it was a temporary exclusive on the Xbox 360, and now it clearly isn't. Well, it was a really long term temporary exclusive, but yeah, it was like a year or so, wasn't it? It felt longer. It felt a lot longer. Uh, maybe, maybe it was two. I don't know. It, yeah. Anyway, it yeah. was a it was a exclusive on the Xbox 360 for a while, uh, and obviously Microsoft didn't renew that, right? Because they could right. have probably thrown money at it and made it an exclusive for the uh, Xbox line, the Xbox One, and the and the 360 both. But now there is another rumor that is specifically mm -hmm. to Xbox One, and I haven't seen anything about this for PS4. But in a recent interview with Xbox Magazine, Daniel Kaplan, who's a developer of Minecraft, suggested that the Xbox One edition of the block-building game may let you upload data to cloud servers so other players can enjoy your creations. 
Uh, so what they're saying is basically a kind of a, a shared data approach where you can have other people check out your stuff. Uh, they're saying that the Xbox setup would run on Microsoft's Azure, 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 I'm not sure, cloud system. Now, obviously, PC versions, you know, they've had servers forever, Joe. But uh, mm -hmm. that would make it interesting to see if they set up some sort of server thing for the next-gen consoles. Because that's actually one thing right now that our current, current gen. gen, yeah, thank you, uh, that the previous gen... 360 and PS3, you can play with your friends, and that's pretty much it. You 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 don't have yeah. servers, you don't have a means of sharing your creations per se. So it'd be interesting if we get maybe some exclusive features, perhaps on say the Xbox One, like that share server share kind of a situation, perhaps. Well, I think it would just be it would basically be Minecraft Realms for consoles, right? Yeah, I mean sure. that's really what it would come down to. Um, there wouldn't be a whole lot of exclusivity there other than you'd be playing it on a console. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It seems, I while I'm not going to say it's impossible, it seems unlikely because Microsoft historically has never been willing to open the platform for other people to run their own servers. Yeah. Uh, and there have been huge companies that have tried to get away with that. Yeah. And Microsoft just basically says no. Yeah. Right. And uh, if Microsoft will just say, just straight up say no to a company like EA, I'm, I, even though Minecraft is the now the best-selling game pretty much ever, uh, I don't think that they're going to fold and agree to that quite so quickly on to them, to, to Mojang. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, though. It, it, it'd be cool if it happens, uh, but I, I, I suspect more likely it'll be Microsoft setting up community servers or something like that. Um, with multiplayer already sort of working where, you know, you can host it and have other people join. I don't know. How much I, how much demand do you think there is going to be for something? I, like I think there would be a little bit of demand. I, I think to have the ability to kind of not have to just limit it to your friends and or have the ability to kind of share your worlds in a in a, maybe a, kind of a marketplace or something along those lines, that would be kind of cool. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I would say... I guess, I guess a... Uh, um, uh, I, I guess uh, I guess that a, a realms like style isn't bad. Uh, Agle says uh, Final Fantasy XI is in its own servers on Xbox 360. That's not exactly what I mean. What I mean is this: the, this infers that end users would be able to like buy a server and run that themselves or that sort of thing, which is basically, like I said, what realms would be, which I suppose is possible, but not. It, it would be unusual for Xbox. So. Yeah, I will say this though, Xbox, it, it, just comparing on straight console like Xbox versus PlayStation, I've always had a better server side experience on the Xbox or PlayStation, and so if they're able to bring that extra kind of feature over to the consoles that we've enjoyed for the PC forever, <laughs> that good for them. I mean, I think you know to give console kids and adults uh, more options, I think that'd be a good thing. So nothing bad with that at all. Uh, Mr. Joe, another snapshot rolled out last week. Snapshot 14W32D uh, and uh, more more bug fixes, it looks like. Uh, nothing new appears to have been released in this. Another thing leading up to 1.8. Is there anything you need to add on this one at, at all, Joe? Is this just another just bug fix roll-up? 
Um, so the the one thing it, that's kind of cool that they added is the the beacon lights. Uh, you know how they they we have those streams that come up off beacons. You can now change the color of them by shining them through different colored glass. Ooh, that's so cool. you're not just limited to one color. So really, I've seen some really cool stuff. People have done rainbow looking beacons and stuff like that. You know, with the whole line of them next to each other, that sort of thing. So cool effects with that, but nothing, nothing really major. Oh, the other one is uh, the armor stand. So now you can have a basically it looks like a fence post on this uh, off to the side. And you can put armor on it, see what it would look like, that that sort of style. But uh, mostly bugs. Um, only a couple of new features, two or three new features at this point, which is, you know, what we expect. Hopefully we're in the end run and we'll see uh, 1.8 come out soonish. Yes. And uh, again, we're going to remind everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to do this every single time. We will not be able to run the newest version until all the plugins that we rely on are updated, yeah. tested, and ready to the rock on the 1.8 platform so just want to let you guys know right now we'll have to wait hopefully not long but remember these are third-party plugins so yeah limited resources things like that so we'll let you know now i want to remind all you guys that this awesome show is brought to you by audible and audiblepodcast.com slash minecraft me you might be wondering well why is that url on the screen what exactly is audible well i'm glad you asked audible is the leading supplier of audiobooks. They over they have over 150,000 downloadable titles or across all types of literature, fiction, non-fiction, periodicals, how-tos, you name it. It's so freaking cool. It pretty much saved my commute driving all over the state of Washington in my previous job. And now that I have a new job, I still have a commute, not as long. But uh, the cool thing is, I still am able to download some awesome audio audible books. Uh, audio uh, audible books. See, it's a tongue twister. Sorry about that. Now, my book that I'm picking this week that you guys might want to consider grabbing and checking out if you're a Star Trek fan or T.J. Hooker fan or Boston Legal fan is the Up Till Now, the autobiography of Captain James T. Kirk, or actually William Shatner. And the great thing about this. Audible, audio, I can't even say it today. Audible book is that uh, a lot of these are actually, you know, not only written, but read by the uh, the person that uh, the autobiography is about. And so here, here is the, uh, here is Macmillan uh, Audio presents. Oh, it starts right at the beginning. Until now. Why does it start at the beginning? Sometimes they start right in the middle. By William Shatner with David Fisher. Read for you by William Shatner. That's nice. Come on. Come on. Let's get to it. I, I really want to show this to you guys because this is freaking cool. This is chapter one. Let's, yeah. Yeah. I was going to begin my autobiography this way. Call me. Oh, I know who this Captain guy is. James He's Kirk, uh, Sergeant Man. T.J. Yes, Hooker, right. <laughs> Crane, or Twilight Zone plane passenger Bob Wilson, or the Big Giant Head, or Henry V, or the Priceline Negotiator, or. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? I've been a working actor for more than a half a century. So, and I've played if, so many if you want to, stage, uh, if you want to get this audio, uh, man, I am screwing this up. I'm sorry, Audible. It's a great service. I'm just screwing this commercial up. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, Audible is so awesome because you could start listening to this book, say, on your HTC One that's kind of broken, and then move over <laughs> to an iPhone and using the WhisperSync technology, you basically continue where you left off. It's really, really cool. 
Um, and you can pick that book. Now, Joe, you have a book this week that uh, you picked uh, to suggest yeah. to our awesome peeps out there. And what would that be? Uh, well, it's uh, I'm not going to say it's brand new, but it's it's um, David McCullough's newest book. Interestingly, we both picked non nonfiction this time. I'm hey. having trouble too now. Yeah, there you uh, go. So this is uh, a reading of his book, uh, "The Path Between the Seas: Creation of the Panama Canal from 1870 to 1914." Oh, um, it is long, but <laughs> 31 hours. Ever, yeah, if you've ever read or, or seen anything that was that was based on David McCullough's work, it's it's really fantastic. Uh, those who may have seen the um, uh, John Adams uh, miniseries a while ago that they did was based on his his uh, biography of John Adams, and it was fantastic. Oh, so wow. I'm looking forward to it. Probably going to listen to some of this on the car trip I'm taking tomorrow. Hey, there you uh, go. Although I don't know, even driving all the way from Oregon to, to Jellystone, I don't know if we're going to make through um, 31 hours uh, there and back. But uh, but yeah, it's a fa- I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic book. And the nice thing is, yeah. When I'm finished, you know, if I don't make, if I don't finish it in the car, if I'm not all the way through it, I will pick up my Kindle and resume reading the paper version or the ebook version yeah. right from where the audiobook it left syncs off, up. which is just amazing. Yeah, that's the coolest part. Yeah. Now, you might be wondering, well, uh, I like Joe's book, or I like, you might like my book, or you might have a pick of your own. Now, what we've been able to do through Audible is, if you notice, there's a URL on the screen if you're listening to the audio version, audiblepodcast.com slash minecraftme. If you go to that website... You can pick any of those books for free. You can try it out, try out this awesome service. And if you uh, don't like it, uh, basically the way Audible works is you sign up for a monthly plan. They have a gold and platinum memberships where you can get one or two bucks a month, uh, one or two books a month. Uh, but if you don't like the service, you can actually keep the audiobook absolutely free, no strings attached. You just say, you know what, I'm good. And I get to keep the audiobook. But, you know, if you do commutes and you do a lot of different things and you go all over the place, there's nothing better than a than an Audible book. So try it out today. You'll be glad you did. Audiblepodcast.com slash Minecraft Me. Get yourself a free Audible book. And I just want to say thanks to Audible for sponsoring this show. Really do appreciate it. I know a lot of you guys out there take advantage of Audible. I know I still do. Joe still does. And I know a lot of you, even in our chat room, love Audible. It's great. Audiblepodcast.com slash Minecraft Me. All right, Joe. Um, now, we've gotten this suggestion uh, in uh, in our mailbag a few times before. We've actually seen some incredible creations um, when it comes to building underwater. And it's always hard, and this is why I think this is a great show to do this on, and maybe we can start the building's block approach, no pun intended, on this. It's hard because you're you're trying to set up a uh, a way of doing it and not basically drown yourself, flood your area, destroy materials that you may have set up. Building underwater is not as easy as it may sound, right, Joe? No, yeah. There's uh there's some definite complexities uh, involved. You know, in Minecraft, if you're in survival mode anyway, right. you have to worry about being able to breathe, and you have to worry about you know even sand falling. I, I've seen cases where you know you're building underwater, digging, you're thinking it's a great time, and all of a sudden, whoop. Look at that. All the sand block fell on your head and now you are <laughs> suffocating in the sand. So um, there's definitely a lot of danger. So we're going to talk about a few of the few of the basic things, how you can get started. Right. Things to keep in mind when you're doing this. And uh, and yeah, we'll just talk about it. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's one of those it's one of those situations where um, we're not going to show you how to build a, a huge build super no. mansion that we've seen uh, done many times. But 
but really to uh, help you get started. Yeah, we'll just go over a, f- a couple techniques, some basic ideas, get you get your feet wet, so to speak, and, uh, uh, and then you, uh-huh. know, you guys are I, creative ones. Huh? I see. What? What? Get your feet is there, wet. Is it, is it something funny? Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so one thing we're going to do to help, sort of help us with this, and there's a few things you can do. One of them is uh, you can do an armor enchant. Um, and now I can't remember what it's called. Um, <laughs> uh, but there's a there's an armor enchant for 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 uh, helping you breathe underwater. It doesn't oh. help you breathe underwater, but it gives you it basically gives you a bigger lungs. They're saying aqua um, infinity and respiration. Our chat room is telling us. There you go. Yeah, yeah. respiration enchant room, enchantment is a fantastic one to use if you can get it. Uh, that will uh, allow you you can enchant your armor with it. Allow you to breathe underwater longer. Uh, it does still you will still run out of breath eventually, but uh, we're going to talk about a way around that. Um, one thing we are going to do to help us a little bit is I threw you just before we started. I threw you a, uh, um, I threw you a bottle, a potion. Oh yeah, you see it there. There night- you go, potion of night vision. Yeah. Uh, I love night vision for working underwater because uh, if you drink that, go ahead and drink that potion. Even if it's day, Whoa. you can see instantly the water is a lot clearer. It's a lot easier to see through to get a better idea of what you're doing. Um, now this only lasts for about eight minutes. Totally worthwhile. Yeah, so this is the extended potion. It lasts for eight minutes, but still yet, every little bit helps. It really does. Um, but uh, but let's get started. So the first thing is, uh, uh, let's just uh, jump on down there and see see how we go. So this is a uh, is a pit that was custom made by our TNT cannon from a previous episode. I'm gonna die. Um, so yeah, here once you minute. get down here, then um, you know you you want to what what are you doing? Why are you not? Why? Well, because I, I'm not gonna have enough air bubbles to stay down there. Well, come on down. You'll be fine. All right. Well, there go my air bubbles. One, yeah, two. So, uh, actually, that raises the first point: is uh, you need to have a way to uh, not suffocate. The easiest way, the quickest way I've found, is um, throw a sign or a fence or something like that. Go walk up to that sign and read that sign. Whoa. Look at that. Ah. So, uh, any block that only uses some of a of a full block, or any item that only uses some of a full block, will displace the water. I'm Heads up, totally cheating here. I'm in creative. That's why I don't care. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, if you, so if you throw a, uh, you know, the, the different ones I've heard is is you can stack. You can see there's a, a gap on top of that, and you can throw another sign on top of it. Ha- the important part is it has to be at least two or at, at a second block height above ground um, because that's the height of your face. If it's a single block, so you walk, uh, walk uh, into that sign. And you'll see you're still drowning. Yeah, because your head is actually in water. Right. So um, so walk back over to the double stack. That's uh, that's one way to do it. The other way uh, that I've that I've seen a lot of people recommend is to use uh, fence posts, um, because a fence post basically accomplishes the same thing, but again you have to do too high. And so if you walk up to that fence post, you can see you can just stand right there. And ah. the nice thing is now you have basically what what would be a water bell, uh, something that you can use to get back to. Uh, to recover your breath, and then you can venture out and do some digging, and then get back to it. I see. So, so this is uh, that. That's what signs and fen- fence posts. Those are really, really nice for doing that. Um, it it makes living underwater easier. But of course, you're not really living underwater. You're just you know kind of hanging out in a little. Bubble. Yeah, where I'm just like, oh my god, well I got to stay here because yeah. if I come out here, I'm yeah. Gonna if start- you walk out, you uh, you'll start drowning. Yeah. Right. So uh, so you got to kind of stay. The nice thing, I do actually prefer using signs because you can stand anywhere in it. You're not blocked by the post. fence post in the middle. Right. So, 
That, uh, but that's just my preference. They can be a little harder to put up, especially quickly, because you have to hit, you know, enter or something to get rid of that. You want to enter in, you know, text on a sign. Right. That's yeah. why a lot of my signs when I do this have S on them. Not those don't, but if you look right. at the, the one on the wall, it has an S. Oh, on it. okay. That's right. To, yeah. Yeah. See, see, it cool. has an S. So anyway, um, that's a really easy way to get a, a bubble of air. But uh, you probably want to do a little more than that. I'm guessing. Yeah, a little bit. You know. Yeah. Like, uh, like maybe dig a uh, have a let's let's say we'll we'll use some glass. I'll, I'll grab some glass and uh, and some glass blocks. Just some regular. Do we still have regular ice? Just just regular white glass. There they are. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna grab a a few of these. And uh, and you know we'll just start building our building our house here and. Uh, now you may discover that there's a problem once you once you get partway into this, and that is uh, that it's still full of water. <laughs> <laughs> you can build whatever ceiling you want over this; it's still going to be full of water. Yeah, because so yeah, you're because the water was there first, right? Uh, and uh, and so you have to get rid of the water. Well, I've seen a number of different ways that people have recommended trying this. Um, one way that I kind of like is, uh, well, if you fill it up with regular blocks of some kind, when you knock those blocks out, you'll uh, you'll end up with a uh, with an air gap back there. I went a little too far. So now, if you, uh... all right, I went too far. <laughs> I need to drain the water out of this because I had water. There's water source blocks right outside the door. There we go. Okay, so now you can uh, you can head on in here. Whoa! And you can see here's another here's a pocket. So I've uh, I've already drained out a little pocket, and if I uh, if I get rid of all the bloody source blocks, there we go. So now uh, we're in our little 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 cocoon, and you can start building from here. Obviously, you can build out and away. Um, one thing is notice how where I put this, I left a block below open. Oh. So that way the water stops. It basically drains to there and then stops. It doesn't come any further forward. Uh, the other way to do this is, of course, like we said, signs will stop water from coming through. So if you really don't want to do that, if you don't like, maybe you don't like that aesthetic, you can use signs. That oh. blocks the water too. So now you can see here's your doorway. You can get in and out really easily. You don't have to worry about water coming back that's in. That's nifty. Yeah. And uh, and that's a signs are so handy for doing this. The other thing too, I've seen people do is uh, use um, uh, use ladders. Ladders do the same thing. Uh, ladders have the added bonus of if you're going up or down. If you drop a block, every other ladder uh, with water, every other spot, you can slide up and down. You can just go up there. All right. So now now that you kind of have your starting point here, how do you like? Yeah. How would you expand out this? Point? So if I wanted to go, if I wanted to go this way, I would do the same thing. I'd, I'd set up another door with uh, with more more of those. Okay. And then I would just basically just like normal building, but you do it. You try to do it from inside your air pocket. So whenever you're building something in in you know underwater, you have to remember to come up with a way to empty that empty that water space. And, uh, and so here you can see now I'm, I'm just kind of moving along, building my uh, building my territory as I go. There's another S, S sign. Um, and uh, and just sort of going. And, and 
it it's tedious. It takes some time, but you will get done. The the other um if you're if you have your enchantments and you can stand water a lot longer, um the other technique I've seen is using um let's see if I can find them. Using uh uh using leaf blocks, actually. And so back 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 out just a little bit. I'm gonna because I'm gonna yeah, just kind of go into that entryway. I'm going to fill up this whole area with leaf blocks. Now, this this is obviously not full of water, so let's fill it up with some water. Okay. Well, that didn't really work because they're not source blocks. But uh, uh, you fill basically, you fill in your area with these leaf blocks. What's really nice about leaf blocks is uh, you might want to stand, stand back. Stand back just a, just well, now i got to go over here. Is uh, leaf blocks will... Um, they're supposed to ignite. They don't ignite. There we go. So leaf blocks will actually ignite and will burn them burn themselves out and their way through. So you can build a whole capsule, build a whole area, and then uh, burn out, put leaf blocks in it, and burn all the leaf blocks out. I think I have World Guard on, so it, it's not burning everything. It's not just flowing through. But um, but this is a really good way to get rid of the blocks really quickly. Uh, something that was pointed out that's fairly important is if you're doing a lot of building, you may not actually want to use torches to light it up. You might want to use glowstone. Oh. Because if you have a torch and water, if you end up making a mistake and you let water into your habitat, the um, the torches will just get washed out, and a glowstone block won't. Oh, so something to keep in mind. Uh, uh I believe jack o' lanterns also won't get washed out if you have a, a lit jack o' lantern. Oh, it got dark. Guess what? Our uh, night vision potions wore out. It sure did. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw caution to the wind and throw a torch on the wall. Uh, throw a torch on the floor here so now we have light again um the other thing that's really cool about building underwater though is if you keep it lit you don't have to worry about mobs not even the evil ones no well i mean you don't right now you will in one eight yeah <laughs> in one eight there will be underwater mobs but right now at least there's no underwater mobs so it's really really fantastic um you don't have to worry about it and especially if you keep the roof low um there's one oh right and with one eight that's the other thing too with one eight there's they're going to be adding sponges um so sponges have been around for a while but they haven't really been useful for anything well now sponges are going to be used to absorb water so one sponge will be able to absorb uh, a large section of water um i think is it jay solid was mentioning it in the chat room yeah it uh it in one eight it will be able to absorb a five by five by five block of water which is a pretty good amount of space wow uh and they will be craftable and generatable and you'll be able to get them so that's really really cool uh unfortunately it doesn't work in one seven that's a one eight thing so we're gonna have to wait a little longer for that but um but yeah in, in a nutshell so the process if you're gonna build underwater the process you should be as first thing when you get down you get down to the bottom if you have enough if you're building really deep you're gonna have a problem getting down all the way but when you get down to where you want to build at Make yourself an air pocket. Use a sign, use a couple of fence posts, use some ladders, whatever. Make, make an air pocket. Then you can last down there for pretty much as long as you want. Then start building on your whatever you're going to build. When you build something, usually build the shell first. Once you've finished building the shell, go ahead and fill it with blocks, fill it with whatever you need to. Sandstone works really well because it's easy to dig out. Um, regular sand is obviously fine. Dirt works. Leaves are fantastic, like I said, if you have them. Because once you're finished, you can just burn them all out. And then they're gone. You don't have to worry about it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it basically, uh, build your shell, fill it with whatever you want, and just keep expanding. Add more bubbles as you go. 
What, are you trying to drown yourself? No. It's not going to drown me. No, it's just extra some extra blocks here. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you basically just uh, just keep expanding. Oh, no! See, see what you no! did? Oh, and you even knocked no! out the torch. See, like I said, that's the problem with using... Using torches instead of, um, instead of glowstone. Man, <laughs> you are just mischievous on this stuff. All right, here's what we're going to do is, great. Oh, now, now you've done it. No, I didn't. There you go. All right. I'm still alive. Barely. <laughs> hey. What? Ow. Oops, sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hey! What are you, you okay? doing? Nothing. What are you nothing. doing, man? Just hanging out. Hey! Hey! No big deal. No I'm deal. getting out of here. I, I closed oh. it back off. You can come back in. Oh, okay. There you go. I can't even see to get over there. Oh. <sighs> hey! What the? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I swimming in lava. lava. Sorry, sorry about that. That's just I was, I was trying to make some obsidian or something. Oh, uh, well. You can push the button behind you to get back to me. Oh, uh, that's Remember? true. Two I promise there's no lava anymore. See? All right. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, so basically make yourself a bu bubble. May, uh, make yourself an air pocket of some kind just so you can survive for a little while. Build your frame that you want to build, whatever you want to build, the structure you want to make. Uh, and then um, fill it with some other block and destroy those blocks, and wow. end up with uh, with your building. It's really cool. It's actually not very difficult to do. You just need some basic things. The biggest one, the biggest single biggest thing I can give you, is is that whole using a partial block to uh, to give yourself an air pocket. Um, like I said, signs are fantastic for it. I, those are probably my favorite, but they can be a little hard, especially if you don't have a wall nearby that you can just put a sign on, because uh, you do have to stack two on top of each other. Um, or uh, fence posts. Fence posts work really, really well too. So sweet. But yeah. I mean, we've seen so many awesome creations underwater, oh, yeah. but I've never knew like how do they really get started in doing that. I mean, yeah. just like just the yeah. whole the process is slow. It doesn't seem like there's any really quick no, way it, of doing it. That's it the is thing. definitely time consuming. It it can take a long time to get done, especially if you have a very large build. But the nice thing is once you have a like like the little square block that we made once you have that started now you can use this as your base so you can establish your mine underneath it you can you can set up your your bed there you can do all those sorts of things and you don't have to build it in the middle of somewhere you can build down right and remember if you're building down and you use ladders ladders will block the water from falling down the hole too Wow. So you can use you can use those ladders to keep the water above and not flood down into the cave or into the mine or whatever you're building down below, and but from above it'll still it, it won't necessarily look like much. It just looks like a square on the bottom of the ocean. So That's really cool, really man. good thing if you're playing in an SMP server that doesn't have yeah. um uh, or a PVP server or anything like that doesn't have any kind of protections on it. You know, like we use grief prevention. If you play yeah. on a server that doesn't have that, this is a great way to keep a hidden base is a lot more difficult to detect if it's at the bottom of a deep ocean. Man, makes me want to maybe a challenge down the road, like underwater creations or something. That's uh, Underwater base? Yeah, something like that, yeah. That's for one billion points? For, <laughs> help you have to do the customary uh, <laughs> pinky when you do that. Man, it's too bad about that. I mean, I mean, there's been no, no new what? Austin Power Flicks for a while, and... 
Yeah. yeah. Something about the love guru hating uh, killing it or something like that. I don't I don't know. Well, I don't know. I it'd be it'd be I think it'd be kind of it works so off traffic track at this point. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's move on. About Austin Powers. Uh but uh before uh, we move cool. on Seth I, Green took over. Anyway. But, <laughs> hey, but but before we move on, I want to say a big happy welcome uh, to the following new sponsor of the Minecraft Me Show, and that is Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it easy and fast to create your own professional website, portfolio, and online store. Uh, the great thing is it's simple and very easy to use. Uh, uh, the great thing, this is your all-in-one solution if you if you need a place to set up a web home. But not only that, but the hosting um, and the platform itself, and that is the best part about Squarespace. Uh, and before I talk to you guys a little bit more about Squarespace, you know, uh, when I was starting to do web work long before I did podcasting, Joe, you probably remember uh, there were platforms out there where you would do kind of a drag and drop of website building. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, forget, I, I, I was think working was, on building one. Yeah, I think it was called like Homestead, if I remember correctly. Oh, no, I was it working was, on building one in Flash. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. But the one thing I've always remembered about those older tools um, mm-hmm. is they were limit. Uh, they, they 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 were limits to them. Uh, you couldn't do too much. Not a lot of fancy things. Um, not only that, but the websites were sometimes broken in some other browsers, uh, and sometimes it's just freaking plain hard. Uh, the one thing I I love, and I honestly, you guys, I really do love about about Squarespace, is they make it really, really easy to try and mess around with. Now, here is uh, an example of all the great templates that you can use on Squarespace. If you're a photographer, if you do web design or you know graphic artist, or you have a personal blog or whatever, I mean, these are some just beautiful looking templates. But not only that, uh, it's all drag and drop. Uh, their Their interface is super impressive. You can also set up a store if you want. Uh, they handle e-commerce. Uh, so if you want to start selling photos or items, if you will, you can do that. Uh, now, I'm not going to go through all these uh, pictures here. Joe forewarned me before the show, uh, but this <laughs> this is just an example here of a photographer that is using Squarespace to show off uh, his work. Uh, this is Chris LaPointe's uh, blog here. Now, uh, you guys, you guys, are in for a special treat because if you want to give Squarespace a try, well, man, I got something awesome for you. If you head over to squarespace.com slash Minecraft me, first off, you can try it free for two weeks, two freaking weeks. And you don't have to enter a credit card. All you got to do is type in a, a name. It can even be a bogus name. You don't have to put your real name in there. Uh, but you might want to use a real email address because in case you forget your password and you want to kind of go back to what you're uh, trying out, you can get back to it. But uh, you can try it free for two weeks. And then if you decide, you know what, I like this, I want to do this, you will save 10% off the lifetime of your account. It is true. So if you sign up for, say, a plan, for example, starts at $8 a month, you get a free domain name if you sign up for a year. So they'll give you the domain registration as well. Um, so it's really, really cool. Uh, so, yeah, you guys, try it out. Seriously. 
if you've decided, hey, you want to make your own maybe Minecraft podcast or a podcast about photography, uh, they can host your audio files. If you're a, a musician, you can actually put your videos and, and use the interface. It is incredible. And I'll, I'll definitely be showing you guys this next week, uh, their interface. It's awesome. So, um, well, and something something yeah. I I noticed that I thought was really fantastic is they they note that they have mobile yeah. support, oh. and so all of their themes, or at least all the ones I've found so far, yeah. uh, have a full on mobile version. So yep. if you if your people are you know if your customers visit or your you know people visit your page on a on a phone or uh, you know whether it's Android or Windows Phone or iPhone, they'll they'll still get a really nice yeah. experience. Here's a great just example, a, just uh. a crunched up page. Yeah, uh, so for example, you'll notice here, here's a template uh, of parts and labor design out of New York City, and this was done with Squarespace, and the mobile version is completely responsive to the full version, um, and that's the best part. And the thing is, you you guys, you don't need to know a code. You can yeah. use the, the, the complete builder. It's fully featured. You can do whatever you want, but if you are... If you are experienced with coding and you know doing some HTML stuff, you can do that as well. And I've never seen, by the way, a Squarespace site get slash dotted or reddited or it would take the site down that you would normally get in other shared hosting situations. Where if your site got popular for the day, all of a sudden your site's offline, that has not happened, to my knowledge, to a Squarespace site. It is that robust. That awesome. And if you run into any issues, you get 24-7 support through live chat or email. Uh, they're located in New York City, Dublin, and Portland. I'm not sure if that's Portland, Oregon, or Portland, Maine. They didn't specify that. Uh, but yeah, definitely check them out. Check them out through our special URL, squarespace.com slash minecraftme. Try it free for two weeks. No credit card is required. Just type in your name, your email address, and go. And if you like it, and you sign up, you'll save 10% off the lifetime of your account. So try it today, squarespace.com slash Minecraft me. And I'm being informed that it is Portland, Oregon, which is hey. freaking awesome. Northwest yeah. as well. They so have a, They have a help desk position open here. Hey, there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, Joe. <laughs> hey, we haven't done one of these in a while. Let's do a resource pack pick, shall we? Sure. We haven't Why done not? we haven't done one of these in a while and I know a lot of you guys be like, "Well, what about them?" So this was sent into the show by Blockman1533. So if you're watching, uh thanks for the awesome suggestion. He emailed it in minecraftme at geekgamer.tv and he said, "Hey, this is one that I use. I like it a lot. So give it a try. It is called Blockman." Uh, so, uh, first thing you must note uh, about Blockman, it is 128 by 128. So, if you do have a, you know, a, uh, it, it's it's story block by block. Oh, story block. What what have I been saying? You've just been saying Blockman. Oh, I'm sorry. Story block. That's okay. Story yeah, block. Story block by Blockman. By Blockman, and yes. it is uh 128 by 128. So uh, make sure you have a decent enough system to run it. Um. But I will show you guys what it looks like. Now, first off, uh, I'm not showing it to you within the game yet because the first thing it does, it does change the font. Uh, and for me, uh, I'm not a fan of this font, but that's okay. I'm gonna, I want to take a look at the full-fledged pack here. So let's jump in and, and give it the, the beans here. And, uh, oh, I'm, uh, this is where I'm at. I am in the, uh, the lobby of Spawn. 
I forgot I'm here. Joe, uh, you wouldn't happen to be. Uh, yeah, thank sure. you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so first off, um, uh, I like the uh the kind of the the texture on this uh, on the on these blocks here. These look great. But let's take a look here in our blocking museum of of awesomeness. First off, taking a look at all the brick blocks, and I think they look really really cool, like the mossy stone, the cracked stone. Mm -hmm. Uh, some really nice, solid definition to them. Uh, looking at all the stained blocks here, Joe, I really like the borders on all of them. I think they look great. Uh, well, and take a look on the other side, too. You can see the wool blocks. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, and the dyes and the item frames, too. The, I the items in the frames uh, kind of pop out a little bit. I kind of like that. They kind of look really yeah, it's good. Yeah, a, it's a little bit... Um, little bit cartoon style, you know, definitely cell shaded type of look. Um but not bad. It's pretty good. Uh I like the I like the the black like the border doors. Yeah, the and the black bordered outline. And look, even the wooden doors, Joe, if you notice, notice the there's actually you can see the uh the hinge or not the hinge but the the assembly on the edge of the door there. Yeah. That's it's really nice detail. Um these blocks look great. I think they look good. I and that one looks like that wasn't done. <laughs> Is that mm. sponge? Uh, I think that might be a sponge. Uh, uh, yeah, that's sponge. So yeah. that'll probably be done for the next release. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's uh, move on down here and take a look at the flowers. I think the flowers look great. I just mm. I like the look of this. I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe because everything's bordered around in black. I'm not sure. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, looking at the the signs here, I can see why they went with the specific font on the signs. Obviously, they kind of. Um, I'm being informed it's cell shaded. Yeah, thank you, uh, Jay Huckabee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not usually. A, it depends on what's being cell cell shaded, but uh, I like this. This is not bad. The tracks look yes, not too bad. great. Now some of the mobs looks like are done and some of them aren't. I will say this, I yeah, like the, the creeper creeper's definitely done. Looks like the witch isn't, the zombie is. The zombie villagers not. Spiders are. Yeah. The paintings are all looks like they're all the stock paintings. Uh, but then the items and the item frames. Uh, if you come around to the back, you can see the tools and stuff like that. They, they, I think, look really fantastic. Um, you can see the style. Actually, the style changes on the picks. So you can see the wood pick all the way at the bottom. It's just a couple pieces of wood stuck together with sharpened end. Oh. And as they go up, you see they, they get more and more ornate until finally you get to that diamond oh, pick up the top. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, um... Whoa, what's that there? Oh, that that's the map tile. That's a map. Oh, yeah, I was like, map. what's going on over there? Uh, but yeah, the redstone tiles. What do you think of those, Joe? Uh, yeah, I kind of like the, the wires there. The redstone wires look pretty good. Easy to see. Um, you know what this reminds me of? Uh, what is that? Um, what is that survival? Um, I can't think of the name of that other game. Um, it's, it's another survival you know, sandbox type games, a little bit like Minecraft, but uh, it's all cell shaded. It's really dark. Um, uh, we know a couple of people who plays it, who play it. I can't think of it. I'm, it's in I'm my drawing, Steam library. I'm drawing a but, blank. Um, 
Uh, you're on the surface and you have to cut trees down and stuff like oh, that. Oh, don't starve. Yes. The 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 style of yeah. especially the redstone wires yeah, really that's reminds it. me of that. Yes. Yes, you're absolutely right. And the and the and the uh and the wheat and the grass and the Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah it really reminds me of that game. Totally. I'm totally with you on that. So this uh, uh once again was sent in by Blockman fifteen thirty three. It's called Storyblock. Joe, uh what do you give it, man? Thumbs up, thumbs down, or meh? Uh, I I like it. I don't think I would use it, but I do like it. Um I think it's it's a pretty nice pack. I'll give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Um they they there's a few blocks that are missing, but by and large everything's done really well. The the detail is is really nice. I actually my favorite part is probably the 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 like hashing on the 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 hatching on the wool blocks over here. I think that looks really nice. I don't know if you can actually see yeah, that oh, yeah, because it's really finely detailed. Definitely can see that. Um, yeah. But uh I I really do like that. And then the other blocks around here. Yeah, I I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. I, I really do like the uh the overall look. It's not the pack I'll use every day, but it's it's definitely good. I mean I especially uh, if you if you came from Don't Starve and you you, <laughs> you know now you wanna but yeah, I think it's good. I I, like it. I actually like it as well. Um I, I uh for all the said reasons, so but I won't say ditto, but uh I definitely do. I think that the detail, uh, especially on the plants and trees and flowers, uh, especially all the accenting, the detail's great. And now remember, this is a 128 by 128 resource pack, so make sure you have a decent enough system to try to run it. But uh, that being said, I think it's great. Um, I was going to take you guys back to spawn real quick to kind of just show you what this uh, pack looks like at spawn. And with the buildings and stuff, uh, I'll, let me take you guys outside here real quick. And I'll go just go right on through. And so here's the the big Minecraft me sign, which I think looks great. And then um, it doesn't detract from uh, from playing. And so I do like it. I give it a thumbs up as well, Joe. Um, the bricks, yeah. the bricks look uh, definitely that cartoonish cell shader. Kind of a thing. The trees look great. A lot of detail in the trees. So, yeah, I definitely give this a thumbs up as well. So, if you have a resource pack pick of your own that you want to send to us, uh, send it into the show. Minecraft me at geekgamer.tv. Make sure you put resource pack or texture pack pick in the subject line. And so we'll know to check that out. But thanks, Blockman, for sending it into the show. Now, I'm going to switch back real quick to my trusty Faithful 32. Because uh, I always do Faithful 32 for our server showcase. We haven't done one of those in a while either, Mr. Joe. Oh, yeah. That's and, true. And uh, we do have one. So I'll uh, I'll take us over to it here. Or okay. I'll take myself over to it. One, three, yeah. nine. There we go. And uh, I even put a little block there. So look at that. Isn't that cute? Uh, the server showcase was sent into the show uh, on... And he, you know, he's the, the the guy who built this. Uh, you know, he's he's very modest, but he does some incredible work. Uh, you'll probably know him as C Cocking. He uh, helped put together uh, the team uh, and and keep them on task to build the awesome community build project of AT and T Park. But this is a public entrance for Stronghold 2's end portal, uh, and it features an interlocking bridge and tower complex connecting the surrounding areas with several main roads at AT and T Park. Uh, this was all done by Seacocking in survival. Uh, he is an admin, uh, but this is just awesome. 
Uh, I just wow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm totally impressed with this. But uh, whoa. Uh, watch that last step. <laughs> whoa! And there's the end portal, as there's you the can end see. Portal down there. So so, so uh, if you want to go for it, you just go for it. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, very very nice. Love the details. Uh, you can see it actually branches out. There's uh, there's like central tower and then there's these side pathways yeah that, and, it, uh, and it all connects in yeah and it's like it looks so good and like here's yeah. so here's here's like a nicely really consistent theme too i mean like really I love, consistent i love theme. the dark frosted glass i think this works incredibly awesome yeah uh especially with the uh the nether uh nether rack stuff but uh well, just show you guys how high this goes, and look at the uh, the connecting uh, paths here that go over the water. I mean, I just wow! <laughs> I just think this is so cool, and I love the color and contrast and how it's kind of built into this um, this plex, if you will. Um, man. Well, that was uh, one of the tower builds. Yep, you can see one of the tower builds over there. Um, so I mean, it's definitely in a in a decent spot. There's a lot of stuff around it. Um, so you know, kind of, I'm no, I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fall down here. And see what happens. Are you gonna go to the end portal, huh? Yeah, I did. I did. Right. It, it, uh, I'm okay now in the. Oh, you should totally go through the end portal. All right, I'm going. <laughs> all right, so I'm heading down. I'm going through. Here we go. Uh, whoa! What the. So they they built a continuation of the theme here in the end portal room. So basically, uh, you go up those stairs and and come on out to the surface. Well, I'm gonna cheat here, so I'm gonna. Well, yeah, but uh, yeah, you you basically go on out on out to the surface there, and you can see a continuation of the theme, still consistent all the way to the outside. And uh, if you turn wow. around and look once you exit the tower, you'll see it's the same same sort of style behind you. The end's a and, trippy uh, place, man. Yeah, it is. And then, yeah, you can take the regular portal back to the spawn. There you go. That's the return portal right there. I mean, this whole area is where, like, the empty <laughs> sky, the Endermen just, just, they're just hanging out. Yeah. It's deathly quiet. What's the end? Yeah. And then, bam, right here, back to spawn. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's where the return portal. Once you kill the dragon, you get a portal that takes you back there. Wow. That is nuts. That is beautiful. That is very, very nice. Yeah. So, you guys, there is our server showcase of the week that was done by uh, Seacocking. And if you want to check that out, uh, we'll we'll have a link. And uh, not only that, if you have your own server uh, showcase that you want to share with everybody, please submit it into the show. Just go to the Minecraft Me show page and then click on the server showcase nomination form and fill it out. Now, we're going to head over to the Seacocking Cineplex two thank you and we're gonna jump over here we're gonna go to the minecraft me in theater number one and here is everybody that is hanging out with us during the show um and thanks to you guys for for hanging out with us uh, we do this show sunday afternoons at 5 p.m pacific but if you can't make it to our live show that's okay we do appreciate you guys just downloading the show and it seems like every time we come in here joe this whole area up here is just different i don't yeah well, it's it's different sets for the stage. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Like different set. It's yeah. It's it's like a like a Broadway play. You know, every every set has to be different. Now, some people 
did notice uh, that there was some uh, bedrock in uh, in uh, Seacocking's Seacocking's creation. And yeah, he is a moderator, so no doubt he probably did use that for some decorative stuff. So uh, just wanted to throw that out there as well. I know you can't craft it or anything like that. So, But yes, really, really awesome stuff. Now, I want to remind all you guys that uh, we do have a server challenge. You guys have about a week and a couple of days to go with that. It is build the best bridge that you can. And that bridge uh, can be over land, over water, connecting two things. It, there's really no limit. It can be big. It can be small. Uh, and just send it into the show. Now, let me show you guys real quick. I'm going to jump in here, uh, head over to the website. Uh, some of you have asked, where do I submit my creations that I've built on the server? So what you do is you head over to the website, go to the shows, go down to where it says Minecraft Me, click on that. And then on the right-hand side here, you'll notice is the server showcase form. You click that button, and then it'll take you to this form page here. And it's asking you, is this a showcase nomination or server challenge? You just select the radio button. Right now, it defaults, I believe, to bridge server challenge. And then you just type in your information, hit submit there at the bottom. We'll get it. And that's all there is to it, Joe. Now, um, any uh, you want? Do you have any ideas for a good bridge design, Joe? That maybe you want to share with peeps. I mean, have you built many bridges? Well, so uh, I mean, the suspension bridge is always sort of a classic look. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I think steel arch bridges tend to be pretty nice. Uh, cable stayed bridges are usually are usually pretty cool. Um, I mean, the 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 base level you know, minimal effort type of bridge that you could put together is just a, well, Bonekin says it sideways nerd pull, which <laughs> I guess is technically true. That is uh, true. But I was thinking more like a truss bridge. Um, oh, Mavic says technically could be the bridge of a starship. That is actually a valid point. Um, people are always looking for loopholes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, I, I like, in terms of traditional, traditional, crossing some sort of geological feature bridge um i've always liked uh like i said sus uh, suspension bridges i think are really really nice um although uh, again arch bridges are are tend to be really nice uh washington seems to have an obsession with floating bridges which i'm not too keen on but uh, uh, well it's because the water is just incredibly deep and couldn't Build a traditional yeah, type yeah. of bridge. Something, something, something lazy. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> something, something, oh, something wait, expensive. Something, something, something cheap. That's yeah, what it is. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. All right. Well, it's now time for the final part of our show, and that is the Minecraft Me messages. This is where we cover on every single episode without fail. We have great questions and comments and things coming into the show. And first thing uh, that comes in is uh, from uh, from a good friend of the show, Norm's Girl, writes in and says, Hey, we had a Minecraft-themed birthday party for the kids. Here are some decorations I made and the cake that I made. So let me uh, bring this up here so you guys could check this out. So this is a, uh, looks like here we got, a, we got a creeper head. And for some reason, it's wanting to zoom in, and I don't want to zoom in. Um, there we go. <laughs> uh, 
there's a, I don't know if that's her daughter, but a kid with a creeper head there. Uh, there's a, a grass block. Hopefully I'm right and not screwing this up at all. <laughs> that must be the cake. And yeah, that looks, that almost doesn't, that that's incredible looking. I don't. Yeah. Somebody did a really, really fantastic job with, uh, wow. with that decoration. How, how, get the defined blocks in there. It looks great. Uh, and yeah. the, and then it looks like we got a slime, and that's it. Oh wait, I'm missing one yeah. more. Uh, did I get all of them? Nope, that was it. Yeah, that was it. That was all of them. So very, very cool birthday party. Uh, I had some Minecraft related cupcakes uh, for for my uh, get together earlier this year. So that was that was a lot of fun. Um, so here's some uh, some written questions. Hey, Chase and Joe, just started playing Minecraft. Yeah, I'm way late to the game. That's okay. And I just came happened to come across your podcast. I figured since I am new, I would start at episode one. I think I'm up to 40 in just a matter of a few days. Your show has been a huge help. It's entertaining and makes work go by much quicker. Uh, I really don't have a question. Just wanted to say thank you for all the hard work you guys put into the show. Keep it up. Hope to see you in the server sometimes. This is from uh, Lore Master Omki. Rhymes with Anki. Well, welcome to the show, and thanks for writing in. Uh, very, very cool. So uh, this was a great question. Um, hello, I just signed up for a patron at $5 a month. Thank you so much. Love the show and the server, but I have a question. How do you know it's me? I want to make sure that I get a spot in the Survivor games. I guess I'm not seeing how you link up accounts between sites, but maybe I'm overthinking it. <laughs> maybe a little bit. Uh uh, my, he, and he goes on and tells us his Minecraft username and all that. Just uh, let me know. Keep up the good work. So what happens is when you sign up uh, for a new, uh, when you sign up for a Patreon account, uh, if you anytime during the month, say of August, uh, what will happen is around July, uh, September, the week, first week of September, you will receive an email uh, saying, "Hey, click this link to fill out the survey. That's where we get your Minecraft username and all the important information." And then we, Joe, will get that information and then add you in uh, to the list uh, to give you your your uh, creative access and all that fun stuff. And then that's how we know it's you because then you get added to a whitelist when we do our Survivor games. And then we only we restrict the whitelist to those patrons. And then once they're all in or the time's up, then we open it up to everybody else. So there you go. Uh let me see here. Um, here we go. Here's a question. Uh, Castle Maker 07. I know Realms just came out for for in the U.S., but I was wondering how to create a server. I know you guys covered this, but I think that the episode is out of date. The main problem I have with that episode is that you'll never tell us how to connect to the server. How do I connect it to my IP address or server address? This part just puzzles me. Anyway, keep up the good work, and I hope you guys are doing well. This came from Castlemaker. Now, Joe, that is kind of true. We didn't talk about the whole yeah. port forwarding thing, and um, yeah, if you're if you're running a if you're yeah. running a server on your local machine, okay, I've got to disconnect from our server because that noise is too loud. All right, uh, if you're running a server on your local machine, uh, the um, the the finding out your IP address and forwarding traffic to your server is sort of a complicated thing. If you're running it, if you're just running it locally and you just have other people within your network wanting to connect you, it's not that hard. You can go into your your Windows uh, network control panel and, and find out your IP address from there and tell other people to connect to that. 
if they're on the same network with you, if everybody's at home, say you're at a LAN party or, or just other people in the house wanting to play. If you want to connect to uh, a server that's out on the internet or you set up your server and you want your friends, say, at their houses to connect to you, first thing you have to do is port forward the, the server port that you define. And I think port for, uh, portforward.com or something, there's a website out there that has instructions on a lot of different brands of routers on how to set those port forwards up. So it's really not that difficult to figure out. The next thing, though, is you have to figure out what your IP address is out on the internet, which is a little harder to find out, or was for a while. I recently found out that you can Google search for what is my IP. Just just ask Google, what is your IP? Right. And it will tell you. At the right at the top it of the will. page, it will tell you what your IP yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, it's really, really nice. It used to be websites you could go to that would tell you but honestly, just Google searching for what is my IP is the easiest way to do it at this point. Um, so you do that. You give Once you have your port forward set up and you know what your IP address is, Google tells you what it is, you just give that to your uh, to your friend, whoever wants to connect to it. And they'll, they should be able to connect to it if you have your port forward set up right. Yep. So that is probably the hardest part of it is making sure that port forwarding is set up correctly. Yeah. And, and the thing is sometimes also depending on browsers, or not browsers, but routers, they do it in different ways. They sometimes word the terms differently as well. I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, it's it can be just confusing as heck. But and, yeah, uh, the easiest way yeah. is is portforward.com, uh, and they have instructions on how to set up port forwarding on a lot of different routers. Cool. A lot of different types of network equipment. And actually, I just noticed on their website they actually have a right at the very top corner it says your external IP is. And it'll tell you what your external IP is. And that's really all you need. Oh, so, nice. Uh, it, so it's a nice, decent place, one-stop shop. Uh, one stop, just go through all the instructions, get it set up there. Uh, pretty straightforward. And uh, and that that's how you do it. And then you just nice. give that IP address to other people. Now, right. if you want to have your name, like we have mcserver.geekgamer.tv, that's a different story and more complicated. <laughs> and we're not going to answer no. that in this question. No, no. Yeah. That's <laughs> way too far outside the scope. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so hopefully that helps. That helps. Um, uh, I would. I was going to ask you, Joe, one more thing uh, in regards to that yeah. question. Is that tutorial? Do we now? We haven't done. Uh, we did a Survivor Games uh, special. Yes. Uh, on how to create your own Survivor Games. Uh, yeah. The how, how to set to, up how, once you have the plugin installed. Right. How to set it. Up. We did the how to server one. A long time a ago. A long yes. time I've been ago. Thinking, I've been thinking that it's due for a refresh and probably breaking it into pieces. Are you doing an extra long episode? Now, I'll talk to you about it at some point. Yeah. But uh, I have some ideas on how to tackle that a little better, um, you know, over over a, uh, maybe a dedicated um, special episode or something like that. Where, where that's or maybe really like a YouTube or like a YouTube just segmented thing yeah. only. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, I'm with so you but that. anyway, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, it's an idea that's been floating around in the back of my head for a while now. Yeah, uh, but it is going to take some structure and a little bit of time to get put together. Totally. So. Uh, next question here comes in from Rain Guy eleven twenty two. Says hi, Joe and Chase. I'm writing you guys about the Optifine Cape scam. On Thursday, I un unfortunately fell for it. I sent out links to all my friends until one of them told me it was a scam. I deleted the messages and changed my Minecraft password. However, the damage had already been done. I got a permanent mute on Mineplex because they hacked my account. When you are asked to enter your password at Optifine, it says the username and password are used to verify that your own account by blogging in the Minecraft server. Basically, he's saying that uh, he's only they're trying to verify that his account's legit. 
Uh, legally speaking, could he sue them for a new account? The account value is twenty six dollars and ninety five cents. So I would have to, so I would have the right to a jury. Uh, I don't know about that, but uh, but would it complicate things? And I'm a minor. Thanks for your advice. Uh, so I'm kind of confused on the second part. It seems like that you're you're looking to get your money back from being ripped off. Uh, I would say this for $26.95, you typically can't even file a small claims court uh, thing for no less than usually 25 or 50 bucks anyway. Uh, so th the one thing I would probably do, Rain Guy, at this point is just write it off as you got ripped off and bite, the, bite it and just get a new account. Um, hate to say it because I think it's just going to be more problems than it's worth to try to get your money back. Uh, I would say this though, Joe, I've never even heard of this Optifine Cape scam. Have you heard of this at all? I, so, I, well, I, I don't, I haven't heard specifically of the one he's referring to, but I do know a little bit of backstory on this. Optifine, um, was for a while offering, if you donated to them, if you gave money to them to support their project they would give your account, they would set up it so your account would have a cape on for anybody else who is running Optifine. So they would be able to see that cape. Well, they've had that for a while. And remember with the, the ULA changes, Mojang has basically now said that anything that is not, um, anything that is not, anything that's cosmetic except capes can be, can be sold on servers. So capes are now off limits. So Optifine had to change how they were doing things and basically nixed their whole cape for donators. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I think what happened is as that was going on, someone else probably said, hey, I can totally give you a cape. No problem. No big deal. Just give me your account. Give me money and your account credentials and I'll do that. And rather than actually doing that, they just took your account and walked away with it. So in theory... Uh, as long as your email address, because the account should be off your email address now, remember, you should be able to go back and recover that password, and you can still log into your account. Now, you're still out the money that you gave to the scammer to give you a cape, but you should be able to get your Minecraft account back at least. Right. Um, so, worst case scenario, open a trouble ticket with Mojang about it. Uh, they should be able to help you resolve that. They may say, well, you shouldn't have done that because it was bad, but at I don't think they're in the business of telling people to just, you know, buzz off because you made a mistake. Right. So hopefully you can get that sorted through. Um, but yeah, I would go to, um, I would definitely uh, see if you can reset your password on your account first. Hopefully you'll get that password reset email. And if you can't, then talk to Mojang support and at least recover your Minecraft account. You're probably never going to get the money back that you sent to the Optifine scammer. But uh, don't blame it on the Optifine group, by the way. Yeah. They are above board. It is not their fault. It was somebody using their name who shouldn't have been. Yeah, no, that sucks. Well, you guys, if you have your questions, uh, make sure you write them into the show. If you have uh, comments, questions, feedback, we love them all. If you have a video question, you get right to the head of the line. If you're a Patreon, you definitely get to the head of the line. Just email us, minecraftme at geekgamer.tv. You can also use the web form on our website as well. We love your questions and comments. And we do appreciate it. Also, we want to remind all you awesome people out there that if you want to support the show that is all about Minecraft and really what we're trying to accomplish here, uh, you can become a patron today. What that means is basically if you're watching the show live and it's ad-free, that's what's paying for it. If you're on our server and you're, you're, you're playing, that's what's paying for it. So really, 
all the funds that go into this show through this Patreon support our servers. And right now we're a little bit on the low side. We've lost a few patrons. Uh, so it'd be great uh, if you just tell a friend. You can do as little as a dollar a month or less. Uh, and that's what we love. Uh, you know, love your support. So if you head over to patreon.com slash Minecraft today, that would be flipping awesome. Mr. Joseph Falby, uh, no doubt might be tweeting from Jellystone. No, wait. Jellystone speaks. Depends on if we have internets there. <laughs> internet? Internet. Well, there's a big question is if we'll have uh, coverage over there or not. So I don't know. <laughs> yes, I said so. Jellystone because I, I talked about Yogi Bear. That's. Yeah. Yeah. But if there's internets, you might see pictures from from Joe's park adventures uh, at Falby if you want to follow him, F A L B E Y. Uh, if you want, follow me on the Twitters as well at Nunes N U N E S, and you please follow the network on Twitter at Geek Gamer TV. Uh, don't forget, you can also head over to our awesome website at GeekGamer.tv. This is where you will check out all of our great content, not just Minecraft related stuff, but uh, tech. And other games as well. We also do live video streaming, video game streaming of other games. And all of our PAX 2014 coverage will be here as well. Geekgamer.tv. And uh, special shout out to all you guys watching us on the Roku. Um, I get, uh, get comments every once in a while. There was one comment earlier today saying, hey, I'm watching you on the Roku with with uh, with my kid. I'm like, freaking awesome. That's That's great. Uh, like I said, we do the show typically on Sundays, but next week on the 19th, we'll be doing the show. So that's Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific on the 19th of August. And uh, wow, Joe, I think that's it. I think that we've we've knocked it out of the park. Don't forget, next week's show, we're going to be unveiling all of the great uh, challenges. Challenge number five is building your best bridge over land, over water, connecting two buildings together. Uh, things like that. It uh, doesn't have to be huge. You know, just whatever you can uh, come up with. We'll take all those submissions, so make sure you send them in by next week as well. Wow. I think that's it, Joe. Unless you have anything add to add that you want to add? No, I think we're good. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, you guys. We really do appreciate it. For Mr. Joseph Falby, I'm Chase Nunes. Thank you for downloading and watching the show. We'll see you guys again next week. Keep digging. <laughs>